the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Biden looks to work with Democrat and Republican leaders on a potential Supreme Court nominee. I'm serious when I say it, and I want the advice of the Senate. The president's approval rating takes another hit in a new Gallup poll. There there has never been a president who substantially improved his job approval rating between uh, about this time of year and the midterm year and the midterm elections. And Whoopi Goldberg apologizes. Goldberg goes on in her tweet to say that the Jewish people around the world have always had my support. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, February 2nd. I'm Mike Scott. On Tuesday, President Biden met with the top Democrat and top Republican from the Senate Judiciary Committee following last week's retirement announcement from Supreme Court Justice Breyer. During that meeting with the two top committee members, President Biden said he wants to work with the Senate in picking a nominee. The Constitution says advise and consent, advice and consent. And I'm serious when I say it that I want the advice of the Senate as well as the consent we can arrive on who the nominee should be. The president went on to describe what he's looking for in a justice. Candidate with character, with the qualities uh, of, uh, of uh, a judge in terms of being courteous to the folks before them and treating people with respect, as well as a judicial philosophy that is more one that suggests that there are unenumerated rights in the Constitution and uh, all the amendments mean something, including the Ninth Amendment. Meantime, Senator Tom Cotton joined Hugh Hewitt on the Salem Radio Network discussing the nomination process. Cotton was asked if he feels some Republican colleagues may mistreat Biden's nominee. I can't say that I have high expectations that Joe Biden will nominate someone whose views of the Constitution and the rule of law I can support. But I can say that I, for one, and I doubt any Republican senator, will engage in the kind of obscene smear, smears and personal attacks that are totally baseless that the left launched most famously and originally against Clarence Thomas and then renewed against Brett Kavanaugh. He went on to speculate about how many votes Biden's nominee would receive in the Senate. If you want to put the uh, vote total at 65 for Joe Biden's nominee uh, before we even know the, the name of that nominee, I- I'll probably take the under on that. So why is he so pessimistic? And the reason I say that to you is I've reviewed, you know, several dozen Joe Biden's nominees to the lower courts. And almost to a person, these nominees have been left-wing ideologues. To view the Constitution not as a constraint on government power, not as the fundamental law to be observed and upheld in our system of government by laws 
but by men, then um, I'd be very surprised if he breaks with that uh, practice at the Supreme Court. Looking back, Cotton had this to say about the career of Justice Breyer. Outside the occasional antitrust or administrative law decision, there are not many decisions that Justice Breyer um, joined over the course of his long career at the Supreme Court that I agree with. Um, However, um, I respect Justice Breyer. Looking at tensions in Ukraine, Russian President Vladimir Putin said Tuesday that the U.S. and its allies have ignored Russia's top security demands but added that Moscow remains open to more talks with the West on easing soaring tensions over Ukraine. During a joint news conference with the Hungarian prime minister, the Russian president said through an interpreter that the U.S. and its allies have rejected Russia's main security demands. Meantime, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee is working to resolve the final hurdles to legislation, imposing sanctions on Russia for its military threat to Ukraine. One area of disagreement is sanctions related to the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. The other is the timing of sanctions. Republicans eager to impose at least some penalties, even before Russia's expected invasion. Despite the snags, the talks appear to be edging toward rarely chartered waters on Capitol Hill. Bipartisan agreement. Republican Marco Rubio concedes there's still disagreement on the timing, but also what he calls, quote, a lot of consensus on the scale and scope of the bill. Bob Agner reporting. Thousands fled their homes near a North Carolina fertilizer plant fire. The fire erupted on Monday. It's diminished in size, but still poses a threat to the community. We get more details from our correspondent, Bernie Bennett. An uncontrolled fire raging at a North Carolina fertilizer plant forced the evacuations of thousands of people as firefighters warned early Tuesday that chemicals at the site could cause a large explosion. Authorities drove through neighborhoods and knocked on doors asking residents to leave within a one-mile radius of the Weaver Fertilizer Plant on the north side of Winston-Salem, where the fire started Monday night. The Winston-Salem Fire Department said the evacuation area included about 6,500 people in 2,500 homes. Bernie Bennett reporting. In a report from the ATF disclosed to lawmakers, records of about a billion dollars in gun sales are in the hands of the Biden administration. Correspondent Ron DeRoxtra has more. According to the Washington Free Beacon, the data is being collected by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, and that's causing concern among gun rights groups and Second Amendment supporters that the government is building a nationwide firearms database, a violation of federal statutes. The ATF says it's not using the records to track gun owners, but admits it does transfer hard copy information into a searchable database, they say, is used to track weapons connected to crimes. Rhonda Rockster reporting. According to a new Gallup poll, only 17% of American citizens report being satisfied with the direction of our country. Byron York, the chief political correspondent for the Washington Examiner, joined the Salem Radio Network to discuss Biden's polling and what that may mean for the upcoming midterm elections. York commented first on the president's chances of improving his polling numbers before the midterms. Since the 40s, 
there, there has never been a president who substantially improved his job approval rating between um, about this time of year and the midterm year and the midterm elections. So it would be unprecedented if Joe Biden somehow got his approval rating up to 50 or above by November. York went on to explain that the president has a very narrow path. So in other words, you're looking at a president uh, at a party going into midterms with the president of of their party uh, well below 50 percent. Historically, they're in for losses, and we, we can't say it enough. Their margins on Capitol Hill are incredibly narrow, literally a handful of votes in the House, and no majority at all in the Senate tied 50-50. But is there a way that the president can turn his polling numbers around? What you would do is you would try to do, you know, Bill Clinton had a terrible first year um, for different reasons, but a really bad first year. Uh, And then he tried to rhetorically move to the middle. York was asked if President Biden will be able to make that move toward the middle. That's probably the only thing that Biden could do. But he does not have uh, the political ability and he doesn't have the energy. I think if you looked at his uh, statements yesterday before the governors, he looked terribly, terribly tired. And with the midterm elections on the horizon, Democrats are in need of something to run on. The Build Back Better bill will not be one of those things, according to Senator Joe Manchin. While speaking to reporters, the West Virginia senator said the vast social and environmental bill is dead, but left the door open for a smaller bill to pass. If we're talking about the whole big package, that's gone. Okay. Some smaller part of it. Well, we'll see what they come with. We'll see what people come up with. I don't know. With the battle for the Supreme Court nomination underway, the debate about the fate of Roe v. Wade has come back into focus. According to a new report from the Kaiser Family Foundation, if you are a minority woman in a conservative state that already limits abortion, you are more likely to have one. The report goes on to claim that if the U.S. Supreme Court allows states to further restrict or even ban abortions, minority women will bear the brunt. Amanda Furge is a community organizer in Mississippi who had to go to Illinois for an abortion. Says women should have access to abortions wherever they live. We are the ones dying. We are also the ones having a struggle to live. Meantime, Mississippi Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce Andy Gibson says that heartbeat laws are not about race. And there are plenty of resources for women across the state to keep and care for babies. Whether it's counseling or whether it's medical care, whether it's uh, financial resources or food, in fact, there are networks of support here, both at the private and at the governmental level. The Biden administration seems to be lowering expectations ahead of Friday's release of the monthly jobs report. Daybreak Insider's White House correspondent Greg Clugston has details. 
White House officials from the president's economic adviser to Press Secretary Jen Psaki are warning that January's jobs numbers could be lower because the coronavirus surge was at its height when last month's surveys were taken. So we just wanted to kind of prepare, um, you know, people to understand how the data is taken, what they're looking at. She said nearly nine million people called out sick in early January when the jobs data were being collected. Greg Clugston, Washington. Self-driving cars have hit a snag. Tesla is recalling nearly 54,000 cars and SUVs because their full self-driving software lets them roll through stop signs without coming to a complete halt. Federal safety regulators say Tesla will disable the feature with an over-the-internet software update. The rolling stop feature allows vehicles to go through intersections with always stop signs at up to 5.6 miles per hour. The recall shows that Tesla programmed its vehicles to violate the law in most states where police will ticket drivers for disregarding stop signs. Whoopi Goldberg is apologizing for saying the Holocaust was not about race. Comments that caused an immediate backlash. She made the initial comments on ABC's The View program Monday morning. On the show, her apology came in a tweet hours later saying, quote, On today's show, I said the Holocaust is not about race, but about man's inhumanity to man. I should have said it was about both. We get more on the story from our correspondent, Julie Walker. Goldberg's initial comments Monday morning on ABC's The View, which she co-hosts, caused a backlash. She says, instead of saying the Holocaust is not about race, but about man's inhumanity to man, she should have said it's about both. She cites the Anti-Defamation League in agreeing that, quote, the Holocaust was about the Nazis' systematic annihilation of the Jewish people who they deemed to be an inferior race. Goldberg goes on in her tweet to say that the Jewish people around the world have always had my support and that will never waver. Julie Walker, New York. Baseball labor negotiations resumed on Tuesday, some two weeks before the scheduled start of a spring training that's now threatened by a lockout. Daybreak insider baseball correspondent Norman Hall has more. The sport's ninth work stoppage began December 2nd after the expiration of a five-year labor contract and the sides did not meet again on the central economic issues until January 24th. That's when players withdrew their proposal for more liberalized free agency. Today's session will be the first on the central issue since then. The sides don't agree on many economic proposals, leaving very little time to end the lockout and avoid disrupting the February 16th scheduled start of spring training workouts. I'm Norman Hall. This is baseball's ninth work stoppage. It began December 2 after the expiration of a five-year labor deal. And finally, quarterback Tom Brady has announced his retirement. Daybreak Insider's Ed Donahue has details. Brady's resume covers 22 seasons. He won seven Super Bowls. Let's go! The 44-year-old played 20 seasons for the New England Patriots, the last two seasons for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady leaves the game as the career leader in yards, passing, and touchdowns. He's the only player to win more than five Super Bowls and was MVP of the game five times. 
In 2015, Brady talked about those who call him the GOAT, greatest of all time. I never put myself in those, uh, you know, discussions. I, that's not how I think. I, I don't ever, uh, you know, there's so many great players that have been on so many great teams. Tom Brady says it's hard for him to write, but he's not going to make that competitive commitment anymore, adding he'll focus time and energy on other things that require his attention. I'm Ed Donahue. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.